Hit it. <laughs> I am recording. <laughs> you smack when you drink? Yes, I don't know why. Like right after I finish, like a good, you know, that type oh, of yeah. thing. And I get sick of having to delete that out. So I just. You delete it? <laughs> yes, because I don't like it. <laughs> Speak your truth. Oh, God. Hmm. <laughs> But they hate me. I be hearing the ice rumbling in my episodes. I'm not editing all that out. Yeah, I take it out. I don't like it because I think about people listening to it in their cars because I like to listen to podcasts in the car and it sounds like surround sound in the car. <laughs> so <laughs> there's literally people like some people like that stuff. That's why people have them channels where they just eating like obnoxious amounts yeah. of food, smacking. It's I disgusting. Eat, but I always operate on what I like and don't like. And since I don't like it, I try not to do it to other people. So. Boo, you you consider oh, it. It's not a boo. <laughs> you consider it. Yo, on, on another note, Erica, y'all, for the last <laughs> Who knows how many months? We before we hit record, Erica moved her mic and I was like, "Why do you sound way clearer than ever before?" This bug done had the mic turned backwards <laughs> and has been talking into the top of the microphone when she should have been talking to the front of the microphone. So now Erica sounds completely different and much more clear now. So I didn't like the way that the cord sat, so I was talking to the back of the mic. I didn't know it was an issue. Y'all hear that? <laughs> I bet they're all laughing right now because, yeah. I've had this mic for years. Yo, I don't bought her a, um, like a sound dampening thing to go around her mic. I'm like, you got a little echo. We got to get your mic right. Like, you good, but it could be better. It should be better. I'm like, yo, this was an expensive mic. That gentleman was like a buck eighty. That was almost a $200 mic, I think, if I remember correctly. Probably not. Probably between $100 and 150 because I didn't want hers to be as good as mine. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I would have got you one of mine. I don't think they make mine anymore. Mine is super old. I got a Blue Yeti Pro. I've had this mic since like 2016, like before I moved to Virginia. Like it's super old, but it's quality. But anyway, yeah. So now my co-host sounds like she's in a professional studio. But uh, <sighs> I'm so mad. I'm mad. But. Y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. I got the co-hostess with the mostest, Erica, all brand new now. Hello, I'm back. I was sick. They tried to count me out, but I'm back and I'm better. We're glad you're back and you're better. And we have a friend of the show with us, Yolanda, the host of Frank Factualities. If you have not checked out Frank Factualities, like I've told you 10,000 times on this podcast, you whack. Check out her podcast. What's going on, Yolanda? Hey, how y'all doing? Man, listen. <laughs> oh, let me see if she's flirting back in my DMs. Hold on. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> You don't have to do that anymore. Valentine's Day is over. I mean, hello. Speaking of Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, we don't want to repeat. Okay. You only had two strawberries. You said what? I'll be down. I'll be down. I'll be down. I'll be down. <laughs> Let me hit the music. What's going on, y'all? I hope y'all are feeling okay out there. I hope you're feeling all right. I hope you've been promoting positivity. Hope you've been taking care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. 
I have been taking care of myself physically. Um, I've been taking care of myself mentally. I've been indulging financially. <laughs> that was taking a minute. But I, I have been taking care though. Um, saving up for my next big move. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. We, we gonna get to some things today and I'm interested to hear these points of view. Alright, so sit back, relax, get ready for some laughs and some interesting conversation when we kick off the show. I say on here. <clears throat> you get into trouble? Nah, people be like lining up the time and stuff like that with stuff. No, I can't get in trouble. It's just me, you know? But, um, mm-hmm. I've been wilding lately. Why we can't uh, talk about Valentine's? No, no. I got DMs. I got special requests. I had a conversation about it last night. Listen, I did it for the ladies. It's a lot of lonely people, oh a lot God, of sad. You're lying, Ron. They did. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it wasn't requested of them, but I thought about it because I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. It doesn't matter because, like, if I love you, you're gonna feel love throughout the year. Like going to buy a bunch of expensive pink, red, and white, and all this stuff on this particular day. No, but um, I thought about it. I'm like, you know, you have to be selfless sometimes, and I was like, you know. With the with the conflict that's been happening between black men and black women via social media, like what we've been seeing, I'm like, it didn't even feel Valentine'sy. Like it was weird. Like normally I see it and it's like annoying, but this year it was just like, ooh. And even like during Valentine's Day, I did really didn't see a lot from people other than like friends who are married and have been married. So, you know, I just thought about the ladies who are going to be lonely, ain't got no man, ain't got no boo, ain't got no side niggas, none of that, right? And I was like, all right, we're going to do a whole day. And it was time-lapsed, you know? Like, the morning video was in the morning, like, you know, and I did a time-lapse, you know, all through the night. Should have collected cell phone numbers and said, who wants the grand rising message in the morning? <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure. I send you grand rising queen message. <laughs> that phrase tickled me so much. Uh, when people say it, but yeah. I'm in a black Twitter group. Someone definitely said grand rising kings and queens this morning. And I immediately <laughs> flipped my phone over and said, let me do my job immediately. Oh my gosh. Erica, you got headlines or no? Uh, yes, I have headlines. Let's uh, cue the music. The music is cued? You <laughs> sound disgruntled, yo. Go ahead, yo. I was trying to type. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay, you good. Okay, we're going to start sad. Sorry, y'all. But a vacation turned into a tragedy. It was breaking news where a seven-year-old little girl ended up getting caught in a sand hole and ended up getting buried alive. Um, unfortunately, it was her and her nine-year-old brother. They decided to start digging holes in a beach in Florida. 
Um, and it became a six foot deep hole that collapsed on them. And while she was buried, her brother, he was buried up to his neck mm. and was able to get out. And it took about 20 people trying to get to them. And the brother is in the hospital, but she unfortunately passed away. They could not get to her. Man. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. And she was in the first grade. So, oh. like, yeah, a, a that's just crazy and so condolences go out to her family for that for sure i hope she's resting easy um also another sad news come on yo after this we lighten up after this we lighten up but (laughs) in other sad news hiv activist hydea broadbent has passed away at the age of 39 um where she was first appeared on the first generation of children born with HIV. And that was back in the 1980s. And her entire life really was dedicated to being an HIV and AIDS activist. And unfortunately, her father posted, I believe, last night that she has passed away. Mm. And ending it on a good note, on a good note, positive, Beyonce becomes the first black woman to top country charts with her number one hit, Texas Hold'em on Billboard's Hot Country songs. She broke a record. Oh. It's crazy that we're built like we're still trying to break records. And being the first black woman, black man to do something. That's crazy. And I don't think that's her intention either. I think she just wants to do different music because it's like, what's next for me? Yeah. Uh, I saw a snippet of her little docu-series and she was saying that, you know, I have nothing else to prove to anyone. So yeah. she's just make being like, herself and being fun and just trying different things and so she got number one that's awesome especially when that wasn't your intent and you're just putting out music that you enjoy exactly and i love that for her because this isn't the first time that she's dipped her toe in country either so i'm glad that there's other country artists out there that are also welcoming her into that genre because it's not her first rodeo, and she's from Texas, of it's all places. Like I, I know. I'm ending the show. Where's my image? I'm ending the show. I'm ending the show. Thank you, Yolanda, for joining us, y'all. Thank y'all. This is the shortest episode in history, but on that joke, we out. Wow. I did chuckle. I did. I did. Inside. I was like, oh, wow, that's cute. I'm not surprised <laughs> she went number one. Um... Her fan base is reminds me of like the old school fan base to yes. where they actually support you through and through. Like if we were in the age of where you still had to go to the store and buy stuff, she probably would still be selling as much Hello. and be as popular as she is right now. So I'm, um, I'm not surprised that they were flooding <laughs> the radio stations like, yeah. So are, y'all super fans? are y'all super fans of anybody to where no matter what they put out, you just support? Because I don't agree with that concept. I don't. I think that I'm not a super fan of anybody because I'm just like, I don't like that. And if I don't like it, regardless if it's my favorite artist, I don't support it. I, I agree speak. with you. Um, the only yeah. person I would say, <clears throat> um, Nas for sure. Whatever Nas puts out, I buy. I literally... His last six albums, I bought but the CDs. Like it, I bought the- or you just buy it because it's Nas? No, I love his music. I mean, he's a rapper. He, I mean, he didn't. He hasn't. He's just always been a rapper. So, I mean, he doesn't. 
There but is another so some of his other ventures. Okay, one of his ventures I don't support. I do not like Hennessy. I do okay. not. So I don't okay. buy Hennessy. He does have a cigar line out that I want to try. Them shits are expensive. Okay. Um, but I do want to try them. Like when I say expensive, I think don't misquote me. Y'all can Google it. It's Escobar cigars, but I think like the cheapest cigar is like thirty or forty dollars for one. No. Yeah. Um, last you a long time. Him and uh the locks. D block. I like I buy their music. Um and JD Kiss has a coffee brand and I like coffee, so I do want to try that. But I saw that. Yeah. Is it mushroom coffee? Is he doing the mushroom coffee? No, I don't I don't remember. Coffee. I haven't been a good fan. So I need to- oh. <laughs> yeah. you just proved my point. But even if they're the artist is staying within their genre, like I used to be a huge TI fan, but once the King album threw me off, I didn't like it. I may have liked one or two songs and then mm-hmm. I played those one or two, but I'm just I'm not gonna say I love them, but I, mm-hmm. I didn't like it and I think it's okay to say that. Like, okay, yeah. I listen to you for your music and if it if it doesn't interest me then I'm just not gonna play it. And I'll listen to the whole album of everybody's, but everything is just not good and it's okay to say that instead of because I don't like country and I'm not gonna like it just because Beyonce sung it. That's a fact. How I feel, mm-hmm. you know. It's she's a good singer, yes. But I didn't like the last album because I'm not into the, you know, I don't want to say what I want to say. All I could think of was the movie Pose. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not into the Pose type music. So just wasn't my thing. So well, I like two songs on the album, a Renaissance song, album. That was it. If you're part of the Beehive, take all of your smoke over to Frank Factuality. Yes, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't hate Beyonce. I like her stuff. I don't hate Beyonce. Let me say that. Wait, wait. I didn't say you I, hate her. I just I said that they have smoke. Beyonce. If they have smoke, take it over there. Don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, I get that. Yeah, everything, you know, everything that Nas puts out, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say all of his albums are like five Mike albums or five star albums. I don't like every song. But honestly, I mean, other than Hennessy, he hasn't put anything out that made me go, I don't want that. Like, it's, it's like that. Yeah, but that's probably the only person, him in, in the locks, like as far as like when their music drops, I actually buy it, not just stream it. Like, I'm going to purchase it. Like, I'm going to buy the vinyl. I'm going to buy the CD. He's the probably the only one. Huh? The Lock's still making albums. Styles just put something out not too long ago. Okay. Just questioning. Sheik be doing stuff. I don't know what he be <laughs> doing. He be all over the place. Jada Kiss hasn't put anything out in a while. But yeah, other than that, I'll, be, I'll stream y'all. I'll stream y'all a lot, though. So, what about you, Erica? Not a super fan of anyone. I Because I have the same sentiments. Some sometimes some songs I just you just gotta turn the volume down and just let it play. Um, if you don't really like it, I'm just like, Ugh. but hmm, I feel like I don't have a favorite artist because I listen to so many different people, and then it's hard to pick down like, oh my gosh, I love all of their songs. I love this. I'm gonna buy every single thing that they have. I just I don't feel that way. Mm. I'm. I could get jiggy to the music, but you know, Normal if people, yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't be a super fan. I will pay to see you in concert if I know it's going to be worth it, but I was buying everything, buying the music. I don't know about that one too much. I could stream it. Wow. I don't know if I'll buy it. I usually buy older artists music. So like, Interesting. if you got Michael, if you got, Shaka Khan. Yeah, of course. Shaka I'm gonna get Khan. I love some Shaka Khan. I keep forgetting and... you have an old soul. I love it. As I'm looking at my dad's vinyl player right now. 
Oh, my so, body yeah. is in storage. I'm hating. Mm. So, yeah. Interesting. I wonder how many super fans still exist. Uh, oh, so many. They're called yeah. stands. Yes. That's a new age term. The whole Eminem stands thing. Let me find my Twitter stuff. All right. Um, interesting. Interesting stuff. Now you got me thinking. I, yeah, I am a super fan of Nas. Yeah, because, yeah. Well, he leaves with a single, then, yeah, I buy it. I do be buying a collector's edition. Oh, yeah. big money. Mm-mm. I mean, <laughs> he dropped six albums in the last two years. That's literally the only music I've purchased. I mean, that's not a big deal. And it's vinyl, and it's, it's you know, it's dope, man. It's like a piece of history. <sighs> All right, off of that. So, <laughs> uh, if y'all don't know, I am on Twitter again or it's called x um i am complete underscore vision and the podcast is fme podcast one uh i i was off twitter for a while just because i was old and i'm like i'm out of here instagram is it but i realized with instagram the engagement is different it's harder to get engagement and it's harder to flow in a conversation for me but i know what is it now spaces what is it called on uh instagram they have a chat right. thing now. Threads? Threads, there you go. Yeah, oh. See? Old. Um, <laughs> I'm I older than you, Rob. You do know I'm older than you. Very much so older than you. Oh, I thought we was close. We're close. No, I'm 43. No, I'm 39. That's not that close. We weren't in school together. That's <laughs> <laughs> not that close. Okay. <laughs> but you are you, you, was it Threads? Are you using Threads? I'm on threads, but it's, it was fun when it first started, meaning everybody rushed to it and you got like instant followers, but I don't have a lot of engagement there. So I'm going to say no for me, but Mm. it was interesting. Like the first week. Interesting. Um, I know Erica doesn't use it because she just, nope. (laughs) And I sure don't. Yeah. I'm only on it for the podcast. I don't have a personal threads, but I did create one for the podcast for every, you know, social media except for snapchat i don't do snap i don't do snap either um well twitter is a bit uh i don't know it's still more it's heavy conversation focused obviously because that was the premise of twitter so uh one of my homegirls on there (laughs) shout out to my homegirl amira she put up an interesting post oh she reposted something someone said actually uh let me say get it verbatim oh she said uh all right so she reposted someone said no one ever talks about how hard it is to be the one breaking up with your partner no one ever really wants to hurt someone they care for but once you recognize that the connection isn't healthy or equally fulfilling you have the responsibility to leave it's heartbreaking so she was kind of taken aback by that. Um, and what she said was, y'all say this, and yes, it's hard, but the person who is getting dumped has absolutely no say in the matter. You got a choice. So it made me go into some Twitter uh, groups and ask, like, um, what do y'all, who do you, who's the breakup harder on? The person that's getting broken up with or the person doing the breaking up? And it made me really reflect on my past relationships which have been pretty fucked up. 
But because <laughs> I was like, wait, what does my record look like? And how many times have I had to break up with someone? Uh, I didn't like feeling all those feelings. This is like the year of feelings for me. But before I get into like what some of the people said, uh, I'll, I'll open the floor to the ladies. What What are y'all's opinions on that? I'll let you go, Erica. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel. I think I was telling my mom about this upstairs. I was like, I feel that it's base. It's on a base case by case basis because I remember being dumped and I felt ex like ecstatic. I was happy <laughs> over the moon when I was dumped <laughs> in my last relationship. I was so happy. I was like, thank God. Like, I'm so glad. And it probably wasn't even, it just depends on your mindset. Like, yes, it, it's probably going to be worse on the person if they saw this coming out of left field and they got dumped or anything like that. But I feel like it just, it depends on your mindset in the relationship because I feel like some people, you kind of know when a breakup's getting ready to happen in that sense. Um, so from my experience, I didn't take it personally. It wasn't hard on me. I felt relief when it happened. And then uh, I felt more of the pressure to do the breaking up, but I didn't because I've, it wasn't more so, oh, I care about this person's feelings. I know that sounds so terrible of me, but <clears> it's <throat> like, it wasn't that. It was more of like, I want to get this over with. I want to rip the Band-Aid off. And I don't know how to do that correctly without being able to minimize as much conflict and letting it be like a definite thing and not a, oh, well, can we try again? No, I want this to be done and over with. Mm. Well, I I don't know if this is the same for guys, but I feel like for women, we kind of already break up with someone in our head. Yes. Yes. Erica. Damn. I agree. <laughs> yo, I think you low-key ruthless, yo. What the heck? <laughs> you know, that's what happens. I, I feel like we're not, women aren't that far removed from each other, even though sometimes we think we are. But normally, we already, we're done. And a lot of times what Erica said is we're begging for the guy to leave us because low-key, we don't want to be the one to say it's time to go. So when he says it, we're really not upset about it. So it's not a bad breakup. And if we're doing the breakup, it's not because, again, we have already prepared that in our head. Like, I really don't want to be with you. I'm just in it. I'm just staying in it. So I still would say on the probably on the person being broken up with because most of the time it comes out of nowhere for that person. And obviously there are extreme circumstances on other ends. I think of one time in my life maybe that I felt bad breaking up with someone because I didn't break up with them because I didn't love them or that I didn't want to be with them. But they were addicted to drugs. And oh, was, shit. <laughs> that's what I said. It was extreme. Yeah. That's the only time I can think about a person breaking up with someone and feeling bad about it because I knew I was an enabler, but I also knew that I was hurting myself if I stayed in a relationship. And it hurt me to leave because I really did care about the person, but it was nothing I can do for him. And I had to let him go so that I could grow. Otherwise, he would have continued to bring me down. So it was terrible for me because I had to watch him fall like to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And it was really mm -hmm. hard on me. But other than that, that's the only time I can think of it being a bad thing on me. Like I'm, I felt bad about breaking up. Now, of course, I've been broken up with and it is devastating when you don't expect it. Yes. But, um, 
other than that, if you're doing the breaking up normally, you okay with it because you already decided probably months ago before you really said, all right, this is the time. So. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. <clears throat> we know. <laughs> it was like she like like took it from my mind and just said it and I said thank you. Yo, I I think um I think it depends. It depends on the circumstances because if I look back at my relationships, first girlfriend, first love, I had to break up with her cuz she cheated. Uh next re- damn, I'm getting old. I'm trying to remember all y'all. Next relationship. Oh shit, I'm going to leave somebody out and get fussed at. The another time I was broken up with, we were living together and I was living with her and we were having I- an issue. Um we were already having issues, so like the separation was there, so the breakup was just kind of like, oh, this is just another thing. Uh it did fuck me up for a while though, just cuz I had to reset my whole life cuz hey, nigga, you can't live here anymore. Shit. Um, so there was that, um, my last girlfriend, I broke up with her for a multitude of reasons, mostly because of what was happening in my life and the uncertainty in the future. But that was really hard on me. And it's, it's really hard to say who it was harder on. It was hard on me because this is the aspect of the breaker upper in a, I would say more, healthy and amicable split is like when you know the role you fulfill in someone's life when you pour into them and they pour into you and let you know how much you mean to them and how much like you help them get through their day and like all of that stuff like it kills you to have to say hey i'm taking all that away from you all that comfort all that support that safe space the encouragement all that's gone now that was not easy to do it like it still bothers me to this day but um i had to like i had to it was the right decision i don't regret it but i didn't like it and it did not feel good um and that's what really like changed my person like really made me think twice about this question but i will say typically um i'll probably say the person getting broken up with uh really if they don't see it coming I mean, most scenarios that are presented to us, they don't see it coming, you know, but I would say like, if y'all been going through it, y'all been going back and forth and you can kind of see the writing on the wall. And like you said, sometimes when someone checks out, you can kind of tell they check out anyway, then yeah. Um, And then the other aspect is like what Erica said, you've checked out, you want to break up, but your punk ass ain't doing it, (laughs) which I don't, I don't get that one. I'm not saying you did this, but I think some people like to be able to be the victim, and I'm not saying that yes. you. Yes. But some... no, no, I agree oh. with you. So... <laughs> I'm about to say, how dare you? <laughs> I agree with you. Some people want to be the victim mm-hmm. at the end of all of it. They're like, oh my gosh, they broke my heart. You knew, you yeah. knew three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> You, you knew when they're like, will you be my girl? I ain't yeah, gonna last with you, but okay, I'm hungry. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, ladies. <laughs> uh, so most of the people that responded to the question, uh, one person said, depends on where you're at in a relationship. I would say usually the person doing the breaking up has checked out, but not always. 
one person said, I would say the person doing the breakup. She said, I think the person doing the breakup has really considered the other person's feelings in some cases. People don't actually just break up. They cheat and create toxic environments that happen. She was like, it could be hard for them because the aftermath, you never know how a person will react. <sighs> I can't I say that. I'm not going to say one. that one. No, I, I'll tell, remind me to talk to you off air. I'm oh, not going to put that. I can't, right. I can't <laughs> put this one up. I got to be pre protective of people. Um, well, <laughs> This dude, I think he been hurt. He said the person... <laughs> The person being broken up with, I don't care what nobody say. The breaker upper don't feel All the damn right. thing. That choice they made, that choice they made, and they the one going to sleep at night, <laughs> bro. <Bruh. laughs> Sound a little close yeah, to home. Yeah, I was like, uh, are you okay? Nobody's not sleeping. <laughs> right. So everyone basically, the rest of the people kind of agree with the person being broken up with. Um. Because they were like holding out hope and yada, 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 so on and so forth. Interesting. So I have a question. So what do people do? I mean, I've been in, I'm married and I have been probably with my husband about 18 years, but we've only been married six, but no matter what, that's been a very long time that I have only been with him. And so I don't know what, you know, I have experiences. I'm not just like, okay, it's been that long, but nowadays is what I'm saying. How do people break up? Is that a conversation? Is that like you said, you create toxic situations or do you, because I think that depends on age. I think if you're 20, yeah. you just, you know, create toxic situations and people just leave you alone or y'all just ghost each other. And if mm. you're my age and you're dating somebody, then you say, Hey, we need to talk. I need to have a conversation. Oh my God, I hate that not working. I know, but what I'm, I just think that it depends. So to me, how you do it also determines whether or not you care. If I'm sitting mm -hmm. you down and I'm having a conversation with you about it, then it may affect me more because I don't think it's just an easy, I don't care about you. I'm just going to cut it off. And it is what it is. Don't call me no more. I'm done with you versus listen, Hey, it's, it's me, not you, you know, <laughs> or something like that. So what do y'all think? Does that really matter? I don't know. Like I said, I've been out the game for a very long time. So th this is a perfect transition into the next topic, which is, um, <laughs> the stages of breakup. Yeah. Uh, you kind of summarized it very well. And Erica, I'll let you go real quick, but, uh, yeah, like I think it, we can talk about the types of breakups, right? Because I think it's, it comes beyond age. It comes down to the individual. I, I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. I love y'all. Y'all know I promote positivity. I'm friends with some toxic people. I am. And sometimes they tell me some of the stuff they be doing. And I'm like, yo, why would you do that to this person? So, Erica, you were saying, sorry. No, I agree with you. It's all on the person. And also, it boils down to maturity and respect. And a lot of people can't, they just can't offer it. Uh, I've had instances where it was a, can we talk later? Blah, 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 blah. And it was a FaceTime phone call whatever i've had other instances where it was a 3 a.m text in the middle of the night giving me like a paragraph saying why we're breaking up but not really telling me why and doing it at three in the morning coward because i was asleep and you knew that i'll be damned, so I'll be damned. it boils down to that and i've had instances where my friends where it's just like we just mutually just don't text each other back. Um, I'll be damned. Yeah. 
it all boils down to maturity and respect. And if you do care about that person, because if you do care about that person, you want to say, hey, I, I think that we're just going to completely different ways. Just have that talk and just be like, even though it's like, yes, I care about your feelings and I want to acknowledge that I still think it's best that we do this, whatever. There's no such thing as clarity. There is none or closure sometimes with relationships and things like that. And some people think where if you have the closure, then it's like, oh, maybe possibly this, that. Sometimes you have to be definite in your answer with it. But it all boils down to how you care about the person, maturity, respect, because and the individual, because you get so many different options, which is unfortunate. Because at our big age, we should be able to tell people Not our big what we want to do. When you're in your damn twenties, <laughs> no not chicken. at your big age <laughs> when you have my age, damn dear. Okay, that was cute, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you. I agree with you and Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so. To answer your question, Yolanda, uh, damn, you just made me reflect. I don't like, I, uh, this has been the year of feelings for me and reflection. That means something big is coming in my life. I don't know what it is, but something big must be getting ready to happen because a lot of my past is coming back, a lot of it. Um, and I do a very, very good job of closing doors. Uh, me personally, like my thinking about my breakups again. The first one, she cheated, so that was really like, I ain't got no choice. Of course, I don't want to be with you, and you're on the other side of the country. Like, I don't know what you're doing. The next one was we just had lack of communication. We actually didn't really have a serious problem. She wasn't telling me things. She may dispute this if she's listening. She probably not. But there were things she did not tell me. Therefore, I could not address them, and I did not find out until last year, literally, because we're still cool. Um, so that was, I was given reasons at the time and I would say those reasons made sense. Uh, yeah, they made sense. So there was, but you know, what's funny is it was, mm, it was like false closure now that I know the full truth. Mm-hmm. Um, because part of it was something that had nothing to do with me. It was her projecting something that Ooh. was going on with her, but what was going on with her didn't start happening until I came around, but it still wasn't anything. It still didn't have anything to do with me. We can talk about that off air too. Make a note. Um, are you making these notes? I gotta get this. Y'all my therapist. Yes. Oh. I'm not paying. Uh, oh, I was going to say. No. Yo, I'm forgetting a girl. Oh, dang. The other one that cheated on me. Dang. Mm. Yeah. So my breakup streak is pretty ugly. <laughs> uh, Yeah. She, I mean, she cheated, so I broke up with her. But we did have very lengthy conversations about it because I like closure. I don't like to leave any questions because my brain will wander all night. So, tell me about it. Yeah, she cheated. I told that while I think I've told that story on here before, if not. But anyway, um, I confronted her. She got caught, and then we ended up emailing back and forth. And then I saw her one last time. Tried to put a baby in her. Um, don't Wait, don't, ju- ju- don't judge me. 
know. I we, thought that we, Erica I didn't say anything, but I said email back and forth. I, I was like, email? What was it? AOL, Rob? I don't know. <laughs> what had happened was <laughs> it's just giving you a hard time. <laughs> what had happened was, no, that did sound wild because it this did. was in twenty two I don't even remember what year this was, twenty nineteen, twenty this was when the pandemic started. No, so I'm still I'm still salty about this because when I confronted her and caught her, by the time I left her apartment and got home, she blocked me on social media. And I was like, nigga, I'm supposed to block you. You the wrong one. How dare you take away my... That's supposed to be me. You know what I'm saying? And then, but no, I told her, I was like, yo, if you got anything else left to say, if you have any decency or respect for the friendship that we built over these years, because we've known each other for like 10 years. I'm like... You, you owe me more than... Because I know you lying. You lied to my face just now. Just be honest. And I was like, you have until such and such time. And now I'm blocking your number and I'm done. So she thought I had blocked her number. But I hadn't yet because I was still in love with her, obviously. Um, so it just became emails. Which actually was better because she wrote everything out and I was allowed to read it and we emailed back. <clears throat> Do I still have those? I think I deleted them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's how that one went. Um, and then my last one, back to what you said earlier, Erica, uh, it was a conversation. It was a very lengthy conversation. I am a, we need to talk type of person or let's discuss these things type of person. And, uh, my life circumstances had changed and yeah, it was just like a lot going on and yeah, I had to make some life altering decisions and I'm like, I can't bring you into this because there's too much uncertainty and it's not fair to you. Um, so I tried to provide as much closure as I could. Like there was that breakup. And then before I moved from Virginia, we spent time together and she just had more questions and I continued to answer the questions, but she still feels like I never answered the questions, which then I saw her again last year when I was bringing her the rest of her stuff. Some of our stuff got mixed up in storage she had more questions and just more closure and conversations. I personally feel like that's how a breakup. I mean, in a nor under normal circumstances, I feel like that's how it should break a breakup should go is a conversation. One, so the person understands where you're coming from, but two, so yes. they can reflect and do better the next time. Because you don't know what you don't know. Like real talk. Fuck, should I say this? Had my girlfriend, when I was in South Carolina, told me the whole truth about how she was feeling, we probably could have worked it out. Honestly. Probably could have worked that out. But we were young. We were stubborn. We didn't know how to communicate. So, but when we looked at, we look back at it now, we were like, we could have got past that. I mean, we're saying that in hindsight, but we were like, we could have got past that. Like, that's what that was? Oh, damn. So, yeah. I don't know. Like oh, age, maturity. Like what I said, what Erica said. Sometimes mm-hmm. maturity is the issue, and that's yeah. what it sounds like. And I still think you did the last girl wrong, but I don't, I'm not going to bring it up. I just still feel like I see why she didn't have closure. I'd be mad at you too, Rob. I'm just going to say that. I'm being honest. If I am the girl listening to that on the back end, and you're just like, yeah, there was just uncertainty in my life. And so you hit her with the, it's me, not you. And we hate that. Girls hate that. What do you mean? It's you and not me. It is me because you would take me along the ride if you really cared because you wouldn't want to do life without me. How could you want to do life without me? That means that I'm not the one for you. That's what you're telling me all this time. 
it makes no sense to me. You just gonna up and leave me? <laughs> I sound like I'm her. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Okay. Do that? So for further context, <laughs> hold on. We gotta talk about that off air. There's more context. I'm not gonna put it on this episode because I'm trying to do things in my life and I'm trying to leave the past in the past. Erica knows what was going on. Yes. <laughs> from from that little snippet, I'm just like, I'm team. I had to literally, I was literally making damn near life or death decisions at the time. Like, yeah. we wasn't engaged. None of that. So it's like, that's the other thing too that's kind of hard in relationships, balancing the level that y'all are at. Like, you know, there's girlfriend, there's fiance, there's wife. For me, there is separation. Yeah, for me, there's separation. But not like, I literally had to decide, like, Mm -hmm. I had to make legal decisions. I had to make geographical decisions. And I had to make career decisions. Yeah, it was (laughs) the trajectory. I didn't know where I was going to end up. So I'm like, yeah, no, I need to do, I, I need to... I had to be selfish because I'm like, all of this is on me and I need to do what's best for me right now. I can't I can't do what's best for us and work on our relationship while I'm dealing with these very heavy things over here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just no other. I just had to be honest about that because I'm like, yo, like we already had like tension and a little bit of turmoil and stuff we need to work on. And I'm like, I can't focus on that right now. Like, my life is literally hanging in the balance. Like, this ain't as important as this. Because if wow. this go awry, this shit gonna end anyway. <laughs> so, and it wasn't, I wasn't trying to be mean about it. But, I mean, yeah, she was mad. And she showed me some funky ass attitude, too. And I took it for a little while. But then I had to stop. <laughs> I had to stop her. I'm like, yo, I understand you upset, but you're not going to be talking to me all kind of crazy, yo. And I was like, you need to check your little funky ass attitude. Like, I had to tell her like that. Because I'm like, yo, I get it. I hear it. But women say they want honesty until they get it. Then you mad. So it's like, I could have lied to you, but I didn't. So... Well, I think I accept your apology, and I think that I've gotten closure now. So I'll, be <laughs> I'll, be so I'll, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I can sleep tonight. Thank you for that, Rob. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for forgiving me on her behalf. Yes, I forgive you. I wonder if she's still mad. Do you got the nerve to text my mom either on Christmas or New Year's? My mom. Oh, I don't do that. All right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, that's whack. Yeah, on your side, <laughs> that is whack. You don't put other people in your relationships. I don't like when girls call parents or friends and want to discuss their relationship problems. I don't like that. But I get it. I get it. She was she was crushed, you know. And it's me, you know. She she's losing oh all this God. fine chocolate. So you all know, right. the Godiva over here. So not Dove. <laughs> All right. Stop it. Uh uh-uh, uh, you don't say nothing, Miss Backwards Microphone, okay? I, all I was saying was, mm, I don't even know. Anyway. What, so, how, what do you, how would you handle, you're not breaking up, you're in a happy marriage. Mm-hmm. But um, what perspective do you see it from um, being married? Uh, like, what do you think? Do you think it's healthy just to have like the full blown discussion, or do you think it's okay sometimes just be like, "Yo, I'm out of here." Uh, the 
43 year old me has a different answer than probably the 20 year old me right now this stage i think it's necessary to have the conversation i think it's necessary to state the why um i think it's necessary to have the awkward well i'm married so it would look different for me but maybe we'd have to be uncomfortable in the i want to break up but we're, we haven't broken up yet to yeah. see what that little okay day or two of not talking feels like and because a lot of times people will break up and then they're, they're back together because it's like attachment issues or whatever it is you're just like mm -hmm. okay i made a mistake and also it depends on the reason you're breaking up sometimes it could be light things that you are able to resolve and i just feel like i would sit a person down but men aren't i'm a woman and setting a man down is not the same as a man setting a woman down we we know how to listen um, <laughs> and I don't think that <laughs> I'll be damned. I'll, I'll be damned. Let her cook. I just don't think that you all listen well, and and a lot of times men get defensive, and so we never we we're never able to get out exactly what we want to say, and automatically it's a shutdown, and it just goes awry from that moment. So it, I just don't think it would probably go well, but I would still attempt to sit a person down to tell them what my and me i'm i'm a i'm i think i'm a i'm too honest and i'm too transparent so you would have already known at this age i would have been like you know you're getting on my nerves like i don't know how much more of this i can do i can't do too much more of this here and then i'll probably say that like and then i'll say whatever the issue is and then i'll keep saying i'll be like all right now your time running short because and <laughs> that time comes i'll just be like all right. You sound it. like me. <laughs> this is too much. I can't. Yeah, I'm gone. I can't do this. I mean, I think, I, and I don't mean to do it. And I think I've, I've had a therapist. I've paid good money for several therapists. And I know sometimes it's been me. But even in the, like, I, I don't want to say I force things, but I make you make a decision in the moment. And I put it on front street, like, okay, give me a yes or no. So I know that I would be upfront about a breakup because I'm upfront about a go together. Like I don't tolerate the stringing me along thing. I dated a guy that came to my house every night. So I was like, we go together. It's, it's no way we don't because you're here every night. You don't give me a chance to see nobody else. So as of today, you're my boyfriend and that just is what it is. And if you don't want to be my boyfriend then stop coming over here and asking me what time I get off work every night, because I got done. I can't go out to dinner with nobody because you occupy all of my time. So this is just it. So I am that girl. I'm up front personal. So and me and my husband every day ain't, you know, sunny. Mm -hmm. And I think Michelle Obama probably was the first person that talked as, you know, clearly about what marriage yeah. is that I've seen in a very long time. And she ain't lied about nothing. There <laughs> it's a, it's a work in progress yes. every single day. Every day. I get on his nerve, he get on my nerve. He cussed me the other night just because I touched him and he just wasn't feeling it. Like, get off of me. <laughs> now he cussed you. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. <laughs> I laugh too. We have that type of relationship, but you're going to get on each other's nerves. It becomes one of those things. And so um, you, you just have to be, to me, your authentic self and transparent with the person and you have to tell them. Otherwise, you don't want somebody out there wondering uh, where they stand in your life. And so you should be honest with the person. Here will, here will, where did it end? Here will. I agree. You laughing at my praise? No, I'm sorry. Here will, here will, where did it end? 
agree with you 1,000 <laughs> 1, um thank you for being that honest and vulnerable and you're right about that that listening part it's very hard and I've had to learn and I've had literally have an episode called shut up and listen if more people did that, you could get to the root cause of a lot of things. And, you know, the I think the fundamental issue with a lot of people is we already know we're imperfect, but we don't like to hear other people talk about our imperfections and to bring them to our attention. And then even worse, hey, <laughs> I know you've been sitting with this imperfection and you're cool with it, but it's impacted me. I need you to do something about it. So now I got to do work. So yeah, it's it's usually it's usually a thing, um, and I've actually been because I'm like you, I'm very like straightforward because I've had my time. Maybe it's trauma related. I've had my time wasted by women a lot. My therapist says it is. It is yeah. okay. Yeah, it's I've had my, I, but I recognize where it comes from. It's because I've had my time wasted a lot. I've been led on a lot, and the excuse was, oh, I didn't know you felt that way. Oh, I thought we were just friends. <laughs> Like, yo, you knew what you was doing. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just like up front, maybe too up front, still trying to balance it. But I'm like, yo, this is what it is. This is how I feel. If you don't feel the same, then I need to know now so I can put you in this box and be done with it. Because what we're not going to do, you're not about to get boyfriend relationship privileges and we just cool. And you out here doing whatever with all these other people. Like, nah, let them do that. Okay. I'm not. And I say this on here. I'm traumatized. I'm not going to be your food guy or whatever. You know, your comfort bubble guy. Like, no, nah, we friends, cool. Then let's keep it on the friendship level. These are the the services that come along with this. If you want the relationship package, we can talk. So that's how that, ha that's how that works with me. But yeah, the sit down conversation, let's figure this thing out, is healthy, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you should be doing. Unless it's like dangerous and you need, need to get the hell out or you're afraid of what their reaction may be to you breaking up. Now, I'm not telling you to put yourself in harm's way. I understand every situation is not the same. But if it's like normal, we've had talks, things aren't working, I'm not feeling it, you know, let's break up. Uh, you know, prayerfully, prayerfully you're in a situation where you'll be okay after the breakup, like, like my breakup, like I had to move out. So, I mean, she gave me time, <clears throat> then she shortened it dra drastically after about a week. <laughs> And Erica, did you laugh? <laughs> Y'all, were it's funny that it's funny that I was homeless for five no, it's, minutes. It's not. It's just the fact that she was mad enough to do. I was like, respect. Ooh, respect for a, her cutting. Just, just a little bit, because she said, ah, I was like, I can't, I can't see you, I can't deal with you. Just in that part, her feelings were hurt. She was mad. She acted on it. She ain't had no reason to be mad. Never yelled at her, never cussed at her, never cheated. No. None of these things. But she probably didn't feel that closure at that time. I'm not saying what she did was right. It's just that sounds I like don't appreciate stupid. you praising that with your backwards mic. I don't. <laughs> I'll be down. I'll, I'll be down. That was a it's... rough time. I like I mm, I'm not gonna project on here. I'll be quiet. Because we're gonna talk off here. It is what it is now. And yes. it's all peace and it's all love. And I have all the closure I could ever ask for. And, you know, providing people with closure, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is just humane in general. Yeah. Just in general. Like, if you can provide someone with closure, even if it's going to hurt their feelings, 
I ask, do you want the whole truth? Do you really want to hear this? This is probably going to hurt. You're an adult, so I'm going to give you the option. But I'm going to tell you if you want to hear it. Because it may hurt in a moment, but you don't have to think about it again. You don't have to question it. So that's why I like to provide closure. But but also, arguments aren't closure. And I think some people need to understand mm-hmm. that. You'll have an argument. Yeah. All of a sudden, you don't want to be with the person anymore. Y'all stop talking. And then you're like, okay, we broke up because we had this bad argument. And you said everything you wanted to say in it, but you said it out of anger. And a lot of times, we know we say things that we don't really mean, um, but we're trying to hurt each other's feelings. So we go for the, the you know, the throat uh the juggler we go for the juggler and so that's not closure and i just wanted to say that because i know that happens Mm. a lot you get mad you get in an argument and then you never talk to the person again and then you never get over it and now you take that hurt into another relationship you blame the new person for everything that you didn't get solved in the last one and then now you see this person and then you can't you can't even look at him anymore you can't even say hi because you're still harboring feelings because you really never got that true closure so the conversation not the argument i feel like is what's necessary because you can't just argue and think that everything got resolved and i've ended plenty of relationships like that and i don't want to say i regret it because i'm i don't feel like i ever have regrets but i wish i could have gone back and just handled it differently um so that i could get out everything that i wanted to say not out of anger but just out of pure just you know truth and honesty and Uh, come from that place versus the anger because you know I said a lot of things I probably shouldn't have said and didn't really say all the things I wanted to because you were just angry and just going blow for blow and um, so then now the closure is I should have told them this I should have said that and now you're gonna that's when like old boy said you're gonna lose sleep because you just (laughs) feel like you never got to say what you wanted to say and you know you guys never got on the same page so Um, I had a a guy on my show that said that um, I saw him post on, I think he posted on all his platforms, but he did an apology tour is what he called it. And I thought it was cute. And I was like, oh, I want to do one. (laughs) I'll be damned. (laughs) But his apology tour was he literally was going back to his previous relationships with women that he had done wrong and apologizing to them to give them that closure that he needed. But where I felt like he messed up at was he never... (laughs) <laughs> no, because he expected them to apologize too because he did it. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 him. no. I said, no, that's not what the apology tour is supposed hmm. to be about. You were getting, you wanted to provide closure for them, and that's something you wanted to do at the kindness of your heart. That didn't require them to apologize. So you were doing it for all the wrong reasons because he was like, you know how many people apologize back? None. And I was like, why did you do it then if you just wanted them to say <laughs> something to you? Sounds like you're so hurt and need closure. Not that you felt the women needed closure. He, he don't know that women are allergic to apologies? Here's <laughs> <laughs> my I be damn button. I be damn. I'll, I'll, be, da- I'll, I'll be damn. <laughs> she apology from a woman? Nigga. Okay. <laughs> Tell him to call me next time he decides to make a decision like that. Especially if he's going to talk to a multitude of them. I could have gave him them, st- them stats but ahead of time. Yeah, but I thought that that was stand up initially. That is dope though. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like, cause you know, I, I don't know. I'm married. And so obviously I get a lot of conversations from women about getting into a relationship. How do you get a husband? What is it like being married? So I get all of those questions and I have a podcast. So of course, everybody wants to talk about an issue with me. So I hear it a lot. And what I'm seeing is that women just 
They never get over other relationships. And to, to me, I feel like that's what Ooh. holds them back from getting into new relationships because they're never over that ex. And then because they had one issue with that previous relationship, say it was he never spent time. You go into a new relationship thinking, I want this guy to spend time with me because my last relationship he didn't and that's why we broke up. So you forget everything else you need. And now that this one guy only spends time with you, he can be broke as hell. And, <laughs> but you ain't even focusing on the money because you get me all the time. But that's because he don't work. And then when you realize there's no money coming in, then I'll you're be like, oh, I don't want to do this no more. So <laughs> get closure from those relationships so you can heal. And again, you're not bringing in those past traumas and looking for every all the wrong things in the, in the new guy because of that previous guy. So. Yeah. Man, hold up. That was dope. That was dope. And um that wow. Hmm. Have I gone on an apology tour? I have apologized to people. I have apologized to people for my behavior in the past. Uh not just relationship, but people in general. I was a very different person. Uh you never saw even though I met you when I I actually met you. Yolanda, when I was that person, but you never saw it at work. I was trying to be professional. Yeah, I was going to say, no, I never see you were a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, shit. To my core. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have I have gone back and apologized. Um, and I'll share this and then I, we can wrap. But it's important because you never know the impact of what you did. You don't know the trajectory it may you don't know the shift it may cause in someone's life. Like, for example, mm-hmm. shout out to Coach Law, uh, Life and Different Kicks. His podcast is coming soon. Or is it already out? Look it up. It might be out. Uh, we're going to do an episode soon. And we were talking over the weekend. And I don't even remember this. Now, that's how I know I'm getting old is because, like, people tell me stories about me from college. Zero memory. Zero. It scares me. But he was like. Man, I remember, you know, after I pledged, you pulled me to the side. You welcomed me to the bond. I was like, yo, if you ever need anything, we brothers now. And, like, you gave me your first cane. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, what? I did that? I said that? Because I know how it was back then. I don't look crazy. Um, but he remembers that to this day. We're talking almost 20 years later. He remembers this. So I'm like, yeah, like, what you do really matters. So I'm glad I've matured to a point where I could go back and apologize to people and say, yo, I was wilding back then. Um, And I was going through a lot personally, too. So maybe that splashed over to you. But if I said or did anything to cause you to feel the way, I apologize. And another reason I do that is because, should I say this? (laughs) (sighs) I'm going to say it. Some of my fellow Claflin Claflinites. I love y'all. I love the Hilltop High. This has nothing to do with Claflin. But some of y'all are still angry about stuff that happened in undergrad. And we graduated in 2007. But some of y'all, like, be, like, having closed-door conversations. Like, you will still fight the person. I'm like, yo, why are you still mad at something that happened in 2007, 2008, 2000? Like, that should let you know something is wrong. Something is wrong. Like, when I reflect on those times, I can look back and laugh. Like, I can talk to any of my ex-girlfriends and bust it up and have a good conversation, regardless of what happened, because I have that closure, and I've already realized that we were imperfect, we were young, things happened. But some of y'all, y'all scare me. 
But I digress. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Do y'all have anything else y'all want to add, Erica, Yolanda, before we close? I learned a lot about you today, Rob. <laughs> I learned a lot. I'll be down. I don't know. That's good or bad. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Okay. Erica? <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> all right. Q exit. Oh, Lord. I ain't giving a message to the Black Brothers in a while. Let me hit the music. I love that segment. <laughs> This is an important one too, actually. Oof. Mm. Brothers, kings, gentlemen, thugs. <laughs> Cause y'all my brothers too. I know some of y'all. The message, if you've not been listening, one, go back and listen to this episode again, right? And what I want y'all to do is really reflect on your past relationships. Yolanda brought up something that's really dope and really cool. There's nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with going on an apology tour. If you know in your heart of hearts you did someone wrong or you did someone dirty, it's okay to go back and apologize. Even if you need to preface it with, hey... I know we haven't talked in a while. I realize that, you know, my actions may have had a negative impact on you. And I just want the opportunity to apologize to you and just discuss a few things if that's okay. Some people may say yes. Some people may have already healed on their own journey and path and tell you no. But um, I think it's important because it can literally change someone's life. Like that apology could be what they needed to get past whatever insecurities they had, whatever they thought they thought was wrong with them. Because I've been apologized to, and I still felt like maybe I did something, maybe they're lying, I don't know. But I had to, I was able to accept the fact that, well, they apologized, they took responsibility. I have to take it for what it is because that's better than nothing at all. So brothers, I just want to encourage you to right those wrongs Give out some apologies if need be. And do better moving forward. Be upfront. Be honest with these beautiful queens out here. Okay? Be honest with them. Because I, I, I'm i tired of meeting the ones that y'all haven't been honest with. And then they upset. And then, you know, Rob got to play. Let me fix you and help you heal. And then she moves <laughs> on with a different guy. All right. Uh, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Yolanda, for joining us. This is hilarious. It was. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course, of course. Erica, I'm so glad that your mic is fixed. <laughs> I'll remember to keep it this way from here on out. Oh, you will, because I'm going to be looking like this every time. <laughs> oh, man. But we love y'all. Don't forget to check us out. FME underscore podcast on Instagram. FME podcast one on Twitter, a.k.a. X. From My Experience Podcast on Facebook. Don't forget to check out Frank Factualities, the podcast. Um, all of her socials and links, Yolanda's, that is, the host of Frank Factualities. All of her socials and links will be in the description. I love her show. It's a great dose of reality. 
and it keeps me grounded. You know, I listen to it on the way to work and the way on, on the way home from work, and I'm like, man, yeah, I, I can dig that. I can feel that. All right. So y'all make sure y'all do that. And until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.